Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Solomon, speaking of God, wrote in Ecclesiastes 3.11, He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their hearts, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. The lessons in the book up to this point underline the vicissitudes of life by comparing prosperity and adversity, construction and destruction, love and hate. It is as if the great wise man sought to show how variable and laden with contrast the human experience can be, thereby revealing so many shades of its impermanence. And then he tells us that every one of these earthly passions and experiences is beautiful in its own time and place. Well, the only rational explanation of such a statement is that when a person walks with God, although he may lead through many a low valley and up the steep slopes of many a tall mountain crest, he will make all that seems so conflicted and inexplicable to our human understanding to be woven into a life that is full and beautiful. One thinks of Paul with his cheery, all things work together for good to them that love God. And so the executioner's sword, meant as a cruel punishment for imagined treason against Caesar, became the ticket into Paul's eternal rest. So it is with everything to God's children. The scripture doesn't say all things are good. It says they work together for good. God can take the worst that any enemy can do and turn it into a blessing. But what of that phrase, he has set the world in their heart. Olam, the word translated world, is a very frequent one in the Old Testament and has always a meaning eternity. So a better translation would be, he has set eternity in their heart. We live in bodies that change daily. We pass from being helpless, dependent children who cannot survive without some feeding and caring for us to ably caring for ourselves and then again into the stage of being unable to meet our own daily needs. Each of us bears within him a repressed but immortal consciousness that he belongs to another order of things which knows no such deterioration and fears no decay. People possess stifled and often misinterpreted longings which, however starved, do yet survive for unchanging being and eternal rest. Out of these two facts, says our text, man's where and man's what, his nature and his position, there rises a mix of perplexity and darkness that for many shrouds the whole course of God's actions. Unless indeed we have reached that central height of vision above the mist, which this book of Ecclesiastes put forth at last as a conclusion to the whole matter, fear God and keep his commandments. If transitory things, with their many and successive waves, toss us to solid safety on the rock of ages, then all is well, and many mysteries will be clear. But if not, if we have not found or rather followed the one God-given way of harmonizing these two sets of experiences, life in the transient, longings for the eternal, then their antagonism darkens our thoughts of a wise and loving providence, and we are lost the key to the confused riddle which the world then presents. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set eternity in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God doeth, maketh from the beginning to the end, rather. Well, here is that key. We should think of eternity that it is true about me. I will live forever. My outward life will cease, and my dust will return to dust. But I shall last undying. 
and of ourselves. What then? Am I making provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof, and forgetting to provide for that which lives forevermore? Eternity is in my heart. Consider this. We, friends, are the only beings on this earth who can think the thought and speak the word eternity. Other creatures are happy while never thinking of time. We're different. Man has put in human hearts a universal thought, which shines high above the roaring sea of circumstance in which we float. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.